Recording in progress. All right, what's up, everyone? This is a new episode of Sports Harder. Coming at you live on this uh, Wednesday evening, as always. I am your host, Maddie Lukewarm Ice, and my co host for the evening is Chris the Gorilla Binder. What's up, guys? What's up, what's up, what's up? We're not, are we not going to have our other uh, person joining us this time, or we got we to gotta still schedule that? Yeah, we still got to schedule that. So, because we do it pretty late, so it's figuring out a time. I haven't talked to him this week, but we'll definitely get it figured out to where we can have him on the on the podcast with us. So, yeah, and, and he, then, he made some comments on uh, Facebook, uh, yeah, some stuff that we were talking about. Um, it was about NBA, uh, him being a Broncos fan. I'm assuming that makes him a Timber Nuggets fan as well. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what basketball team he follows. He seemed pretty upset with what we had to say about uh, Jokic. So um, I would assume that he was a fan because of that. That's why I was. Well, that's what I was thinking. Uh, I'm not sure. So. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Uh, pull off everything. Uh, I should have done that beforehand, but I didn't. But. Um, Basically, uh, tonight, you know, going over some, uh, we don't really have much in NBA. Uh, baseball, there was a lot of awards that have been going out here lately, like uh, Cy Young winners and um, uh, Rookies of the Year and different things like that, which seems kind of odd they, they make all these announcements, like after the World Series. Like, I, I don't understand why they do that. They always have well, I mean, if you look, like, NFL does it after the Super Bowl. Is it after? No, no, they do it right before. They do it the week before, right? Yeah. Yeah, so they do it before. Uh, NBA does it right before the finals. Yeah, so, I don't know, it's weird. They're special. <laughs> it's special. Um, but, uh, yeah, we uh, mostly it's going to be talking about um, NFL news and stuff that's been going on. Um, There's one thing in the NBA I wanted to bring up that yeah. happened tonight. So the Phoenix Suns were they started the season one and three. Their first four games they went one and three, and then since then they've gone on a ten game win streak, which was extended to ten games tonight. Gosh! And they beat the Dallas Mavericks tonight. Nice. My Bulls are still staying strong at ten and four. So. Uh... That makes My me... team sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Bulls have sucked for a long time. At least this year, we might at least have a chance to make the playoffs. Um, you know, we freaking annihilated the Lakers the other night. So I don't That's know. not something to brag about. I, well, I'm just saying everyone thought the Lakers, you know, were this super team. So, um, don't, don't know how well they're going to do this year with uh, having Westbrook on their team and uh, – and everything else. It seems like they might have been just one-hit wonders that year that they won. So, um, and they were playing the Heat, but nothing against the Heat. I mean, they had a really good playoff run, and they were playing really good defense, but they just couldn't do it in the finals. Um, um, so, 
Uh, let's talk uh, college football real quick. So the standings uh, recently had come out, and um, our rankings. Here we go, rankings. And nothing has changed as of right now. The college football rankings are number one, Georgia, number two, Alabama, number three, Oregon, number four, Ohio State, and then uh, number five, Cincinnati, number six, Michigan. Um, so this weekend is the big matchup between Ohio State and Michigan State. Is this a chance for Ohio State to take a loss and have somebody else move up and take their spot? Do you think Michigan State would take their spot again if they beat them? Like no. they would just like flip flop them again? No. They need to put Cincinnati in the top four. They have to. Oh, I mean, as yeah. they should have, and they haven't. So, I mean. Well, I mean, Michigan State lost to Purdue, right? Uh, yeah. 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 So, Ohio State lost to Oregon. Ohio State actually lost to a team that is in the top four. Michigan State lost to Purdue, a team that is like 24th, um, 23rd, something like that. They might have jumped to like 18th, I think. Let me double check. Uh, now they're out of the top 25 as of right now. Really? Because they, they were must, in. They must, Yeah, they were in last week, so they must have lost recently. Well, either way. <laughs> Either way, I think what's going to happen is if Michigan State beats Ohio State, I think Michigan is going to get pushed back in. I think they're going to jump over freaking Cincinnati again, which is bullshit. Well, it depends. I would think if Michigan State beats Ohio State this weekend and then down the road, because I'm not sure when they play Michigan, but if Michigan beats Ohio State, then you would think both – Cincinnati and uh, Michigan would get it. Um, but I Only guess a few Toby would have to be out, I guess. Maybe like Oregon, if Oregon loses another game. So my question is, if Alabama loses the SEC championship to Georgia, <laughs> then is Alabama out? Uh, we've seen in the past where that has not happened. I so. know. <laughs> Because they've had but, that scenario before where, where Georgia beat them in the SEC uh, championship game, um, but then Alabama still got in, and then I think Alabama beat them in the championship game after that. Yeah, but at two losses, do you think Alabama deserves to be in there? I don't know. Under under the criteria, criteria I can say that word, that the college playoffs like works with, no. They, they shouldn't, because technically they used to do it where if you lost one game, you were out. <laughs> but Unless you're Alabama. Yeah, but this year, you know, it's a lot a lot of teams have had one losses. So they had, they had to put teams with one losses in there. Um, but Cincinnati, it's only just because they're not a big-name school. I mean, they still haven't lost, but um, they're making it seem like Cincinnati hasn't played anybody, you know. So... I guess if Cincinnati played like a ranked team, like in the top ten or something, then maybe I guess they would get in if they if they won. But um, that was the whole thing with um, what was it UCF? Yeah, that year that UCF 
went undefeated and were just beating everybody. And then they played like um, a team in uh, a high bowl game. I can't remember. They put them in a pretty high bowl game. And I think they lost. And so everyone was like, oh, see, they didn't deserve to be in the playoffs, you know, because they, they finally played a, a bigger school and they lost. So I don't know if they're worried about something like that happening in Cincinnati or not. But Cincinnati has been on the cusp for like the last four years. Like they've been a good team over the last four years. And it's like just because they're not an SEC team or an ACC team, like they're they're not getting the recognition or even a Big Ten team. They're not getting the recognition that they that they deserve. Yeah. Like I think Cincinnati deserves to be in there. Yeah. Put them in the in the championship and see what they do. I'm pretty sure that they'll get past Alabama. Oh, you think they could be Alabama? I think they could. I don't think they could beat Georgia. I think this is Georgia's year. Yeah, I was like, gonna say, Georgia looks scary. I'm gonna say Georgia would definitely beat them. <laughs> like, yeah, Georgia would definitely. Georgia will beat anybody. I think. I think Georgia's gonna go undefeated and win the championship this year. They look so good. Yeah, most of their defense <clears throat> already projected to like go in the first round. Yeah, like eighty percent of their defense is like getting drafted this year. <laughs> well, they look good. Like, coming up, so. Yeah, twenty twenty two. Yeah, <laughs> so that's that's a big thing. And Alabama, that was a big thing for them when they had their dominant years back in the day. It was just their defense was ridiculous. Um, you know, and now they've kind of gone more towards the offensive side just because that's how college football has kind of done things uh, more recently. But, uh, yeah, Georgia basically was just like, well, we're going to stack our defense and carry that to a title. <laughs> defense wins championships, man. Yeah, that is very true. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, you know, college football just in a nutshell real quick. Uh I know the SEC championship is coming up pretty quick because there's only like two or three weeks left in the regular season. And Alabama is going to play 21-ranked Arkansas. Um, so that will be interesting because Alabama, the games start pretty close. Oh, this one. Okay, so this one's big. So number three, Oregon versus number 23, Utah. Yeah. And Utah is blowing people out. Like, so or, Oregon's losses to Stanford, right? Yeah. yeah. And Stanford beat them pretty heartily. It wasn't like a super close game. Like, it wasn't a terrible blowout or anything. But, uh, and then Utah played Stanford and beat them 52 to 7. <laughs> like, destroyed them. If, yeah. Utah, if Utah can beat Oregon, Oregon's going to be out of the top four. Oregon season is done. They might get a good bowl game, but that's about it. Yeah. So this that's definitely two big games and that are happening this weekend. Uh, the Michigan State, Ohio State, and then Oregon, Utah. So uh, we'll see who can come out on top uh, with those games. Let's we'll see if Arkansas can beat Alabama. 
then Alabama should be out as well. They, yeah, there's no way they could keep them in after that. No. Um, so, yeah, so we'll, we'll see with that. Um, like I said, uh, you know, not much going on with any other sports. It's kind of, you know, more f- focusing on uh, NFL here lately, um, just because NBA doesn't get interesting until the playoffs start. Um, they play so many games, and then uh, hockey is kind of the same way. Hockey's going on right now, but there's so many games. Um, but uh, every now and then, we'll keep everyone posted on the rankings and standings where everyone's at for uh, those. Um, but we'll just cut straight into NFL action and the weirdness of this season that's been going on, basically. Right. Um, so... The uh, big news, obviously, was um, Odell Beckham signing with the uh, L.A. Rams. Um, everyone was uh, very excited about it. And then uh, Robert Woods uh, having a uh, torn ACL. So Robert Woods is out for the season, and that would have really helped us a lot, having him, Cooper Cup, and Odell Beckham all on the field at the same time. But now... That gives Odell a chance to be able to get more reps and uh, more time. Um, but with with uh, that, too, the Rams, you know, got Bob Miller. And so everyone was, like, hyping up the Monday night football game. You know, Bob Miller's going to start and, you know, Odell's going to start. So let's see what happens. Um, and, you know, the chemistry just wasn't there yet for – uh, Stafford and Odell, and the defense did not show up in that game. I feel like the 49ers always have the Rams number for some odd reason, like here lately, ever since McVay took over and Shanahan took over. Um, Shanahan always has his number. They were showing like the records for McVay and the division, and the most losses that we have is against the 49ers. Like, we that's like the worst team that we always play against. Um, and especially playing them at home. But the the Rams are kind of looking more over heights than what uh, everyone was kind of projecting them to be. Everyone was like, oh, Bob Miller, Odell, they're Super Bowl bound. Like, they're going to go to the Super Bowl. And then they lay an egg against the 49ers that looked absolutely awful, just looked like garbage. And, of course, everyone was hyping Jimmy G and, they were interviewing them after the game, and he didn't even throw over 189 yards. Whenever the 49ers do well, they run the ball down your throat, and they play good defense. And that's what happened. I hate when they just think magically that Jimmy G, you know, came and saved the day or played well. I mean, they wouldn't have gone and drafted um, his replacement if they thought, like, he was the man there. So... Um, it kind of frustrates me when they just all focus on Jimmy G after the game and just like praising like, oh, he just he played so well. It's like, no, you, they established the run and he did his normal dump passes where the wide receivers got yards after catch. So um, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit on the worry button. Like I want to push the worry button for the Rams right now. Um, as a fan, but uh, we have the bye week.
you know, we can come back, you know, get better after having a bye week just because taking two losses in a row the way that we did is uh, kind of uh, killing the hype that everyone else has, like, you know, done for the Rams. Are, are you off the, the hype train of the Rams with the way that they played, like, the past two weeks that you've seen so far? I wouldn't say it's because of how they played. I'd say it's because they got Odell Beckham. Just saying. Like, everybody's hyped up about Odell, and it's it's honestly like the problem that Baker Mayfield had with Odell was that he always tried to force the ball to Odell when Odell was on the field. When Odell was off the field, he played great. Because he wasn't trying to force the ball to somebody. Yeah. He was like, hey, this guy's open. Get him there. Hey, this guy's open. Get him there. You know, I, I'm afraid Matt Stafford is going to fall into the same bad habit of trying to force the ball to Odell. And he kind of did a couple times. And one of them ended up in that interception because Odell just stopped on the route. And it was like, dude, what are you doing? Like, why did you stop? Yeah. So, Odell Beckham is a is an amazing receiver. He, he absolutely is. He has the potential to probably be one of the greatest receivers to ever play the game. The problem is, he's a selfish prick. <laughs> I'm I'm just calling it how it is. Like, yeah. he he really is. It's all about him. It's never about the team. It's Get the ball to me. Make me look good. It's, hey, I'm going to run my route and make sure that I'm open. I'm going to take some pressure off of the quarterback so he can get it to, like, the short routes. You know, the short routes will open up because everybody's going to worry about me going deep. Odell's really not that fast. Like, there's so many wide receivers that are a lot faster than Odell. Yeah, he's more after the catch type of person. He's he's definitely got moves. Like and he's only like five ten. He's short as hell. <laughs> but I mean it could be a blessing that you guys got him and maybe he'll grow the hell up and not expect the ball to be forced to him. I'm really hoping that Matt Stafford doesn't fall into that bad habit. But I could see it happening. And that's going to crush your entire season. Yeah. So, so it sounds like uh, uh, you're uh, just as worried about them as I am. So uh, <laughs> something uh, to not look forward to. <laughs> uh, but, real. You were hyped about Odell. Yeah. I mean, any, any, you know, all pro edition is always good, but like I said, it kind of hurt once Robert Woods went down. So, um, make Van Jefferson, Jefferson step up. Van Jefferson's damn good. Yeah, yeah, and he's he's been playing good with Stafford. Um, and but like you said, he's uh, well, not you. Sorry, I don't know why I thought you, but um, I was actually listening to uh, Fox Sports Radio the other day, and they had Tory Holt on there, and or maybe it was you. I can't remember now. Someone said he drops the ball a lot. Um, might have been. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, I said that last year. Well, not uh, last, for last year. He had a lot of drop balls. 
he didn't have a lot of passes thrown to him. No. But he, when he when you drop fifty percent of like your twelve passes you get, there's a problem. <laughs> yeah. Um he had a drop pass in the end zone against uh the forty ers And as soon as he did that, I was like, Ah, well, there you go. There's a prime example of him dropping the ball, you know. Um, and it would have been a touchdown. And it's not like it would have helped us because we were already too far behind, but it's good practice. Like if we did need that score, if the game was close, then he would have dropped it. So, you know, it's um he's he's gotta, like you said, turn into that not number two, but he's got to at least be, you know, a lot more reliable, obviously, with Robert Woods out. And then um, we'll see how they implement Odell more. I mean, he didn't play as many snaps as the other wide receivers, but, um, you know, like... He doesn't, he doesn't have the offense. Yeah. yeah. And like I said, having a bye week hopefully will help. Um, we'll see how that goes. But, uh, and then... Um, of course, we had the uh, Sunday night football game, which was uh, your Raiders versus the Chiefs, um, which I'll, I'll just say flat out, fuck the refs. Like, yeah, the Raiders didn't play that great. Their oh. offense, their offense looked stagnant. The Chiefs defense actually showed up. It's the first time this season that they've actually showed up. And they played well. I'll give – I'll congrats to the Chiefs' defense. But when the refs call two total penalties against the Chiefs. Yeah. Two total penalties. One was one holding call, and the other one was – I think it was like a, like a – encroachment or jump off size or something like that. But they call 15 penalties against the Raiders. Like, there's not a balance there at all. And, like, even, like, I, I kind of watched the game. I watched as much as I could because I was working. But when I have other people, like, customers coming up and talking about the game and even, like, other employees talking about the game and how like you watch Max Crosby get held around the neck on nearly every snap. Like, and it's not getting called. It's kind of messed up. Like I really, I really feel that the NFL has a vendetta against the, against the Raiders. They went after the coach. Henry Ruggs messed up. I get that. But they headhunted John Gruden. Because Which the, apparently he's suing the NFL for. Yeah. He's suing so they'll actually release the other 650,000 emails. They only released his. Yeah. That's kind of messed up. And they, they held him to a standard from 10 years ago. You know, and you talk to any football player, like that kind of talk, it happens in a locker room. That's locker room talk. It doesn't make it right, but that's still locker room talk. 100%. Yeah. Like, people will call each other out in the locker room and be like, dude, you fucked up. Grow the hell up. Like, what the hell? What are you doing? Like, why are you being stupid? That they will call each other out 
they will call each other names. They don't give a shit. Like, at the end of the day, they're teammates. They're not all friends. You can't expect 53 guys to all be friends. Yeah, that's true. And they all but have you, little clicks depending, you know, offense, defense, you know, quarterback, wide receivers, you know, whatever it may be. Yeah, exactly. But ever since that happened, like you watch, yeah, we had two good games. Where the offense came out, they were fired up, they, they tore it up. But they were still getting penalized a ton. Yeah. Well, I mean, they kind of shut down uh, Waller as well. So if you know, okay, their best player on offense, you know, is Waller, then, you know, you can shut down the offense a lot easier if you take away your best weapon. The thing is, nobody's taking him away. Like, nobody's really shut down Waller. Like, Waller's still getting his catches. Still getting yards. He's not getting 100 yards a game. But dude still gets catches and still runs through people. Well, I meant in the Chiefs game. Oh, like, yeah. Targeted only like three times. <clears throat> no, he's targeted six times but caught three passes. But one of the passes, like, the dude was draped all over him. It was Tyron Matthew. Was draped all over him before the ball ever even got there. Was, like, already tackling him before the ball got there which is pass interference, not called. And it was plain sight. So the first six weeks of the season, the Raiders were the least penalized team in the NFL. Yeah. The least penalized. John Gruden happened. We jumped up to the second most penalized team. Like – that's that's odd. That shouldn't happen. Should never happen. And I mean, we're getting called for every little thing. Like yeah, the, the, the Darren Waller taunting. The oh, Darren the taunting Wall- yeah. yeah. Yeah, the Darren Waller taunting. Bullshit. You know, it's... I hate to make the excuse of the refs, but if you watch that Raiders-Chiefs game, it it was the refs. Like, the Chiefs, I'll give them their props. They came out, they played a good game on defense. Their offense was terrible. The only thing that, that Mahomes was doing was the little side side tosses. I mean, you want to you wanna have a comparison of how the Chiefs have turned around? You look at the, the Tyreek Hill, okay? Mahomes dropped one off to Tyreek Hill. Nate Hobbs hit Tyreek Hill smack the ball out of his hand, the ball hits the ground, bounces right back into Tyreek Hill's hand. Oh, yeah, I saw that one. (laughs) That's that right there is a turnaround for the Chiefs. Like, the Chiefs are – they've always been a legit team. We were all wondering when they're actually going to show up. Well, they finally showed up. Yeah, I think Mahomes is making better choices in his passes too instead of, uh, you know, making it where – uh, you know, he's he's getting like sacked and he's like, oh, you know, so he's there was not doing that as much. We we pressured him on 20% of his dropbacks because of the holds. Max Crosby and Yannick Ngakwe could not get to him because they were being held. Like, dude, Max Crosby's going against a third string tackle. You think he's not gonna blow him up? 
Like, he was held nearly every pass rush. But Patrick Mahomes, only being pressured on 20% of his dropbacks, still almost threw three picks. He didn't actually throw the picks because the Raiders receivers didn't catch him. But he threw one right into Nate Hobbs' hands, and it went right through his hands. Incomplete pass. Then he threw the one to Trayvon Morig right through his hands. Like he caught it and then fell, and as he was falling, it dropped and touched the ground, so it was uh, incomplete. Yeah. But that was like right to Trayvon Morig. That wasn't to any Chiefs player. And then the one where – um. What was it? The other tight end, not Travis Kelsey, but the other tight end that they have caught that pass over Jonathan Abram. Like he pushed off Jonathan Abram. Jonathan Abram still got his hand on the ball and it went through Abram's hands into the other guys, into the tight end's hands, and he fell into the end zone. So there's three opportunities for the Raiders to turn that game around. Yeah. And it was Patrick Mahomes making mistakes. Like, Patrick Mahomes has shown this year that, yeah, he's human. He's not a robot. <laughs> I don't know. I was, re- I was frustrated with that game because of the refs. Yes, I was frustrated that the Raiders didn't play great. But the Raiders couldn't play great because every time they did something right, they got penalized. Yeah, and that kind of killed momentum. So Yeah. Yeah, very, very true. So, uh, both both uh, of our seasons started off high, and now they're kind of cooling off. So, we got to see what kind of will get the momentum going back again. Obviously, penalties and refs uh, make it hard to get any type of momentum in any game, no matter what team you are. Because, um, like I said, when the Rams were playing the Titans, and the Titans had two penalties and the Rams had 13, kind of just like, all right, well, <laughs> that makes it a little little difficult to get any type of momentum. Um, exactly. When you're penalized on every damn play that you make, and then the opposing team is doing the same thing and not getting called, that kind of hurts your team morale. It really yeah. does. Yeah. And, uh, you know, everyone's, uh, of course, been talking about taunting and different things like that. So um, the, the refing has been uh, pretty – pretty awful this year for a lot of a lot of teams um so another uh crazy game that uh can kind of talk about a little bit because it's kind of funny in a way um the lions and steelers how in the world do you have people whether you're a rookie or not they had a player on the steelers and a player on the lions that legitimately after the game said i had no idea the game could end in a tie how do you not know this knowledge? Like, yeah, you're a rookie, and in college they just keep on playing overtime after overtime. But if you watch the NFL at all, like, you should know that games can end in a tie. Like, I just – it just blows my mind that there's still players to this day that still do not know that games can end in a tie. Um, When we have a tie every year. Almost every year, yeah, here lately. Um. You know, obviously Ben Roethlisberger was out because of COVID. I don't know if that would help them in any way. Um, but the Lions hadn't won in overtime. They had an easy tip shot field goal that the kicker missed in overtime that the Lions could have gotten their first win. 
and he freaking missed the kick. And then the Steelers had a chance to win in overtime with only like 20 seconds <laughs> left. And the tight end catches it, tries to run out of bounds. And as he's trying to run out of bounds, the Lions player punches the ball out and jumps on it with like eight seconds left. And so the Lions don't have enough time. Any team want to win this game? Well, I mean, if you look at... If you look at the fourth quarter and overtime combined, there was seven fumbles. Seven fumbles. Like, they would get the ball. Like, one of the teams would get the ball, and they're starting to make a move down the field, and they'd fumble the ball. Seven fumbles. Holy hell. Yeah. It's like fumble after fumble after fumble. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Do you guys, like, forget how to hang on to the ball? <laughs> Like, what? <laughs> um, so, the Lions still winless, technically. But they but didn't lose. They didn't lose. <laughs> and they can still go 0-16. <laughs> Which means they, they won't break the, the record by going 0-17. Yeah, they'll be 0-16-1. That's still terrible. Oh, that's still god awful. Um, excuse me. Um, Only team uh, to ever do it twice. <laughs> so, um, let's see. Let me take a look here before we do our top five, bottom five. Um, oh, and about that game, Jared Goff is supposed to be so good and at least get them a few wins. In three of his last four games, he has not thrown a touchdown pass. <laughs> oh, big shocker. Aren't you Aren't glad you, you got rid of him? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Stafford here lately hasn't been looking good, but he hasn't been that bad. Um, so, yeah, let me see here. Take a look at a couple of games here. Well, Stafford's still top five for passing, right? For passing yards? Uh, I'm not sure. I think he's still top five. Um. The other uh, game that we'll mention, or before we get into our top five, bottom five, the freaking Tampa Bay Bucks losing to the Washington football team. Who in the world in a million years would have predicted that the Washington football team was going to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Especially with during that game, Chase Young went out for the season. Yeah, he did, which is unfortunate because he's such a, a good player. So it kind of sucks that. He's done for the season. And that was a non-contact injury, too. So Torn ACL, ACL. again. Yeah. So it's just it's just crazy how, how many of those injuries happen now. Um, you know, and from non-contact, like I said, it's, you know, they don't even get hit. They're just running, and then all of a sudden they just go down. Um, so, but, uh, yeah, the, the Bucks, you know, and it almost feels like they, they're doing this on purpose because last year they were, like, they had this similar type of record right before they went into, like, towards the end of the season, like the second half of the season. And then, and then they, they tore it up and won the Super Bowl. So it's just like, is this the only way they know how to win Super Bowls? Is they just <laughs> lose these, like, random games, you know? So their Those record is not good. Huh? Lose the shitty teams. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. You know, Tom Brady's fourth total. Fourth total. Um, so. Nope, buddy, that's fifth down. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, like I said before, the this season has just been so odd because, like, our our predictions for our games, for our picks of the week, have been awful this these past couple of weeks. There's all these like random freaking teams keep on winning that shouldn't win. Like the Washington football team should not beat the Tampa Bay Bucks, but yet it happened. And the and, Lions should not tie the Steelers. Yeah, it yeah, and so it's just, and then the Patriots freaking blow out the Browns. Like it's just, it's and the just, Panthers destroy the Arizona Cardinals. Like, yeah, what? So Where did like, that come from? Yeah. You know, Cam Newton scores a, a, a passing touchdown and a rushing touchdown. Like, and he's the first. Talk. He is he is the first player to ever score a touchdown on his first rush in a game and a touchdown on his first pass in a game. Yeah, yeah. And he did that. So now everyone's like wondering if the Panthers are going to make a push for the playoffs now with no. having Cam Newton back and Christian McCaffrey back. Well, we'll see if he starts. We'll see if he starts, or if they're just going to put him in on those type of plays. You know. Um, well, let's get let's get into our top five, bottom five, which would be interesting because, like, especially for top five, like, you know, who who no one's like really like dominant this year. No one's really been like, oh yeah, like no one can beat that team. The Cardinals are like that. And the Packers were like that too. Is Packers terrible? Seahawks zero going into the fourth quarter. Going into the fourth quarter, and then the Packers scored a couple touchdowns after that. Yeah, and Aaron Rodgers did not throw a touchdown pass. He threw two interceptions, but no no touchdown passes. Yeah, like that's unheard of from Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, exactly. So it's just. it's so hard to say like who, who who has an edge in the NFL this year. I feel like if you're in the playoffs, it's going to be anybody's game. You can't yeah. really be like, oh yeah, it's going to be this team. No, like it, any team right now is 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 you know going to be able to have a shot. At least at this point, right now, it seems like. Um, let's do top five, bottom five. Uh, so I'll start because I think you did your bottom five first last last week. So, obviously, number five, the worst team in the NFL is the Detroit Lions uh, because technically they still have not won. <laughs> they didn't lose this past weekend, but they didn't win either. So <laughs> they still stay at number five as the worst, one of the worst, well, the worst team in the NFL. Um, Number uh, four, unfortunately, uh, even though you were on a buy, I don't care. Houston Texans, you are still at number four uh, as the second uh, worst team in the NFL. Uh, number three, um, I got to probably put um, the Jets. You know, the Jets are looking awful. They're saying they're going to start Joe Flacco this week. Like, it's going to be like he's going to do something <laughs> for them. So, yeah, uh, the Jets. Hold on. 
really quick, I want to throw out a little tidbit about the Jets. Yeah. Mike, Mike White, the quarterback that came in and like threw for 400 yards his first week, he came out and said, I should, I should have gone in the first round. Like teams overlooked me. I should have gone in the first round. And then this last week, he threw four interceptions and zero touchdowns. Like, get humbled. <laughs> like, all right, sit down now, son. Joe Flacco's going to go in. Um, <laughs> Old ass Joe Flacco that throws ducks. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that was, let's see, that was a one, two, three. Yep. So number four would be the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, and then the funny part is, you know, we had the Miami Dolphins in there, and then they go out and freaking beat the Baltimore Ravens. Right. So <laughs> I don't know if I can put them in the bottom five just for even just for beating them, at least for this week. Um, so this week I'm probably going to put in there – the, I don't know if I should put the New York Giants or the Seattle Seahawks. I'm going to put the Giants. So I'll put the Giants in at, at five as the last team in the in the bottom five. It's, it's a toss-up, though. I could easily put the Seahawks in there. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, so my bottom five, my first two, I completely agree with you. So, Detroit Lions is absolute worst team in the NFL. Houston Texans. Um, I, I could put the Jets at number three. And then... agreed on. Yeah. And then I'm going to put the Giants at four. Alrighty. And then, just for shits and giggles... Because they tied the Lions, I'm going to put the Steelers at number five. <laughs> That's kind of like, uh, no other team has tied the Lions. Who, who, <laughs> who was it last week? You put someone in the bottom five just for giggles. What was it? I don't remember. I can't remember either, but you put some random, random freaking team in at number five. It was so dumb. All right, top top five. This will be interesting now. I, I'm very intrigued to see the, the top five. Yeah, because good teams lost. Teams that we had in our top five lost to teams in the bottom five. Yeah. So, <sighs> this one's hard. This one's a lot harder. Yeah. But at number five, I'm going to put the Kansas City Chiefs. Wow. Because I feel that they're starting to show who they really are. They're starting to come back, and they're going to be a tough team to beat over the rest of the season. I I could see them going undefeated the rest of the season. As long as they get their shit together, they're going to be all right. Um, number four, I'm going to put the... I'm going to put the Arizona Cardinals because that beat down kind of dropped them a little bit. Like they got completely beat down. Yeah. Like that was terrible. Um, number three, 
I think I'm going to put Hmm. This one's a little harder. Because I, I, I know who my number two and number one teams are. Okay. Number three, they're a little better than Arizona. I'm, I'm kind of struggling with this one, man. <laughs> um, I can't put the Bucks because they're beat down by the Washington football team, who is one of the worst teams in the NFL right now. Can't put the Rams because they're beat down by the 49ers. <laughs> like the Rams kind of dropped out of the top five for me. Yeah. The Saints are intriguing, even though they lost. Like Trevor Simeon actually looks good, which is weird. <laughs> think you could put the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, but they like they looked good this last week, but the week before they looked like garbage. They lost the Jacksonville Jaguars. Like that that's the hard part with this is they're loot like these guys are losing their teams. This should be a cakewalk. Yeah. But I think the Bills are still scary. I think they're probably one of the scariest teams coming out of the AFC. So, yeah, I'm going to put the Bills at number three. I, I, I'm struggling with it because I want to put – I think the Bucks need to be in there, but the Bills are a little better. I think if the Bills and the Bucks met right now, the Bills would beat them. I think it would be a good game, though. I don't know. They both lost to shit teams, so you never know. Right. Um, but then number two – Screw all you guys. guys. I'm putting the Cowboys. Oh, dang. Their beatdown of the Falcons was kind of their comeback after losing embarrassingly to the Broncos. Yeah. Because the Broncos are actually a decent team. They're not a bad team at all. But then number one is the Green Bay Packers. All right. Fair enough. I like that. Um, one team that you left out that's going to be in my top five, so it'll be interesting uh, to see what you think about that. Um, so, number five. Number five for me, uh, one here. Um, number five, I'm actually going to put the Dallas Cowboys. I'm not going to put them as high as, as what you have them ranked. Um, but their record shows that they deserve to be in the top five. So, um, and they did come back from a bad loss against the Broncos. So, um, you know, they responded the right way. So I'm going to put the Dallas Cowboys at number five. Um, and then number four, um, number four, I'm going to put... Uh, I agree. Arizona Cardinals. I'm going to put them at number four. Um, 
with getting Kyler Murray back, hopefully, you know, they're going to be looking uh, better, you know, with having him as well at the helm, but we'll see. Um, it's no guarantee that they're going to do any better just by having him, but um, he is able to get out of the pocket a lot better and run if he needs to. So I'll put them at number four. Uh, number three... Uh, number three, I'm going to put the Buffalo Bills, kind of like what you did. Uh, I think they can be pretty scary if they uh, get their stuff together, obviously. Um, and then number two and number one is a little different for me <laughs> from, from you. So number two, I'm putting the Tennessee Titans which you didn't even put in your top five. So make them even scarier. So their defense is playing great. Offense is playing great without Derrick Henry. So number two, Tennessee Titans. Number one, Green Bay Packers. So, I didn't even think about Tennessee. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't. I don't think that if Tennessee went up against the Chiefs or the Bills right now, I don't think Tennessee would win. Oh, really? Yeah, I think the Chiefs are coming into their stride. Fair enough. That's that's why I put them in the top five. Yeah, is for the future. But if they choke out this week and they lose, which hopefully, hopefully they, they don't, don't, if they do then they're out of my top five permanently for the rest of the season. Who, the Chiefs? Yep. No matter what they do. No matter what. <laughs> yeah, no, because of who they're playing this week. They're not playing a good team. No, I don't even remember who they're playing. I would have to look here. The Chiefs are playing. Oh, actually, they are playing a good team. <laughs> Yeah, they're playing the Cowboys. It's it's the who's the, oh, the Bills. They're playing the Colts. That's what it was. Got my games mixed up. It's all good. <laughs> so that'll be an interesting matchup to see then. Um, who deserves to actually be at number five? Because you had the Chiefs at number five, and I had the Cowboys at number five. So yeah, we'll see, we'll see who deserves to be have that number five spot. <laughs> What's kind of surprising to me, to be 100% honest, is that the Cowboys are the number two team in the NFC right now. Like, that's weird. When the hell has the NFC East ever had a top two team <laughs> right. in, the, in the entire NFC? Like, Right. So, I mean, uh, we'll, we'll see with the Cowboys, um, if they can uh, keep that defense up on uh, heavy offensive weapon team, like the Chiefs. So we'll see if they can finally step up to a team that has a lot of offense. So, um, all right. So we need to get into our pop 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 picks of the week. Picks of the week. So uh, I did not update our scores because I was a terrible host. Um, <laughs> oh, you failed. Yeah, I know. I Let me see uh, if I can pull it up. I was uh, slacking in that department. Um, oh, you've also been busy with starting a new job and everything. Yes, this is very true. Um, 
but I know that uh, I think we had decided that it was going to be where you were still two ahead of me by the end of it. Um, I'm just not sure the exact uh, scores that it was going to be. Well, our last three, I think we all got wrong because we all picked the Broncos, Raiders, and Rams. Didn't they all lose? Yes, they did. <laughs> okay. So yeah, we all, at... all picked them the same. So you're at 105 and a half. <laughs> oh, yeah, because we got a half a point for the tie. <laughs> yeah, and I'm at. I'm at 107 and a half. So, yeah, it's a two-point lead. Yeah, because I got my, my pick and my upset, which helped. Um, but a couple of the teams that we picked different, like you got. So, it still kept it close for you. Yeah. Well, I got my lock. Uh, yes. Or no. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I missed my upset, right? Yeah, because yeah, I picked the Falcons to upset the Cowboys because I thought they'd get revenge from last year. But they didn't even show up. They they did not. You are correct. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, let's start with the uh, Thursday night matchup then, uh, which is the six and four Patriots versus the four and five Falcons. Um, which Patriots coming off of the demolish of the Browns wasn't even close. It was it was stupid. And a four and, game win streak. Yeah, and you know now all of a sudden. You know, Mac Jones looking like rookie of the year. Like, he was, like, leading the team. He's looking the best out of all of the rookie quarterbacks. Um, so, I could start first since I'm behind by two, and I'm going to start off with the Patriots and pick them to beat up on uh, the Falcons like the Cowboys did. <laughs> I'm, I'm going with you on this one. I think the Patriots are – I think the Patriots are actually being legit. It's looking like they're going to make the playoffs. If they yeah. Yeah. I don't think they're going to win the division, but they could be a wild card. Yeah. Next up, we have the Ravens, who are up and down, versus the the toilet seat bears. You can see the sea looks like a toilet seat. <laughs> yes, you point that out every time. I know. Um, yeah, six and three Ravens and three and six bears. So basically opposite records. <laughs> I'm, I'm honestly afraid to pick the Ravens on this. <laughs> After the showing against the Dolphins, yeah. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I mean, this is this is where we've been losing our picks because we, we think that one team should be better than the other one and then out of nowhere the crappy team wins. But the Bears' defense is pretty stout. I mean, they have Khalil Mack. They have... Uh, Akeem Hicks. They have, I think it's Robert Jordan. I think that's his name. The guy you got from the Rams. From the Rams? Yeah, he was on the Rams last year. Oh, uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he's on the Bears this year. And Lamar Jackson's taken a lot of sacks this year. He's been teabagged way too much. Uh... <laughs> I'm going with the Ravens. After after all of that, um, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with the Ravens as well. <laughs> I don't have as much of uh, um, complications with picking as you do for that one. All right, up next, Green Bay Packers versus the Minnesota Vikings. So, eight and two Packers versus the four and five Vikings. Um, the Vikings is that my upset pick? I can't remember. Yeah. But I picked him to win, and I got it. Um, yeah. I think it was my upset pick. It was your upset pick because I picked it as well. <laughs> That's why you only got the one point above me on that one. Yeah. Yeah, because you're a dirty cheater, and you, you do that on purpose, so that way I can't get as many points. <laughs> um, yeah, joking. But uh, I'm going to go with the Packers. I mean, if, if you put them as your number one team in the top five, you got to pick them. I'm actually going to lock this in as my pick. Oh, he's locked it in. So, <laughs> yep, Packers are going to take this win. The Packers. So <laughs> it's going to be another one of those where Aaron Rodgers gets a touchdown and yells, "I own you." <laughs> I still own you. Um, yeah, I'm surprised. <laughs> All right, next game that I've got on the docket is the Buffalo Bills, who I think are six and three. Yes. Versus the four and five Colts. Five and five Colts. Oh, five and five. Yeah. Well, they haven't had their bye week yet. Okay. Uh, so this one should be interesting because the Colts have kind of been on a roll here lately. Um, and it's my pick. You pick the Packers. It's my pick. Yeah, so I should pick that. And then you pick. No, you pick the Packers first. My pick. I'm taking you the pick, Buffalo Bills. You don't pick the Bills? All right. Well. Because you picked the Packers and then I locked in the Packers. Yes, that is true. Um, the Colts, uh, that's, this is a hard one because I could see the Colts like upsetting the Bills just because of how good the Colts have been playing here lately. And the Bills have kind of just been Peter Tottering and you know, losing to Jacksonville, but then yeah, they have a good game against the Jets. Um so this is a hard one for me. I feel like it could be a trap game for the Bills. Um could be. especially with it being in the division and they in division. The division. Oh, no, that's right. I, I was thinking the Titans for some odd reason. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, I'll go with the Bills, too, I guess. See if they can be in my top, my top five for a reason. All right. Next game. A team that tied a Steelers. <laughs> a team that got embarrassed by the Patriots. Oh, my gosh. Really? So, the Lions have a little upside. They actually didn't lose. <laughs> They're feeling pretty confident about themselves right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, can I really pick the Lions in this <laughs> I'm going to go with the Browns. I'm going to go with my... No, just kidding, the Browns. <laughs> All right, up next we have the Carolina Panthers and the Washington football team. Washington coming off of a really strong showing against 
And honestly, it really wasn't even Taylor Heineke. Like, he only had 190 yards. He didn't have a touchdown. But, I mean, his productivity, like, they went on a 10-minute drive in the fourth quarter. A 10-minute drive. Like, that's insane against yeah. that Bucks defense. Yeah. But there, it was, like, third down constantly. They, they converted, like, four or five third downs. And it was, like, third and five, third and six. That they were converting. Uh, what's the records on these? Uh, so uh, Washington football team is at three and six. Panthers are at five and five. I think I'm going to take this as my upset pick. Upset alert! And I think Washington's going to get it done against Carolina. I'm so upset. Yeah, going with the Washington football team for an upset pick. I'll go with the Carolina Panthers just to go against you, trying to make up some ground. All right. Up next, we have the the bullshit Texans <laughs> versus the Tennessee Titans. Uh, my pick? Yep. Uh, awesome. Well, guess what? Cha 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 cha. Locking in the Titans. Money, money, money. Like, can't, can't lose against the 1-8 Texans. I don't know, man. It could be a trap game. <laughs> it, it could, but it's not going to. Like, we've seen weird things this year, okay? We've seen true. really weird things this year. Very true. But I'm going to take the Titans on this one. Please, Titans, don't don't let me down on this one. Yeah, well, <sighs> you didn't even have them in your top five. I put them at number two. So, up next, the San Francisco Gator Niners, Forty <laughs> ers versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. So the pretty, the, at the, the kitties that don't have a bite anymore. Forty uh, ers at four and five. Jaguars at two and seven. 49ers coming off a really good win against the Rams. I feel like this game's a toss-up. I really do. Because the Jaguars played well against the Bills. Like, their defense stepped the hell up against the Bills. And the Bills are better than the 49ers. But the 49ers just beat the crap out of the Rams, who are the number one defense. So, I struggle. But I think I'm going to go with San Francisco on this one. Because I don't think the Jaguars are really good enough to do anything this year. So, you won with who? San Francisco. San Francisco. Um, Yeah, I think I'm going to go with the 49ers as well. Uh, I think they'll just... Keep the same formula that worked with the Rams and run the ball. Up next, we have a really scintillating game. We have the one one or two win Jets versus the two win Dolphins. Uh, let's see. Dolphins are three and seven. What? They won three games? Yeah, Jets are two and seven. How the hell have the Dolphins won three games? They beat the Patriots, the Ravens, and 
maybe Jacksonville. I can't remember the third one. But yeah, they beat the Ravens, the Patriots, and someone else. <laughs> that makes no sense. <laughs> you pick first. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, with this great matchup. Um, Joe Flacco coming in. Um, but Tua came in and played good for uh, the Dolphins against the Ravens. Um, I'll go with the Dolphins. Why not? Uh, I'm going to go against you, and I'm going to go with the Jets on this one. Wow. Just to go against you and make it fun. You have faith in Joe Flacco. No, I don't. I'm probably going to lose that point, but I'm trying to, like, increase my lead. But <laughs> if I can't increase my lead if I don't go against you. This is true. Um, up next, we've got the Philadelphia Eagles versus the New Orleans Saints. Uh, five and four Saints versus four and six Eagles. And I pick. Um, I think the Eagles have enough to get it done. Wow. Okay. Um. I'm going to go against you and go with the Saints. Um, they barely lost their game. They just couldn't convert a two-point conversion. So I think the Saints will, will be able to handle it. But the Eagles dominated. Yeah. Who just beat the crap out of the Cowboys? <laughs> right? Up next, we have my disappointment of a team that I still love and will always be a fan of. Versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Five and four Bengals, five and four Raiders. So both the same. Both have been the number one team in the AFC at one point this season. Both have been the number one team in their division. Like at one point this season. And now they're both sitting in third place in their division. (laughs) And barely in the playoffs. It's still they're still within you know, like one game, so any, yeah. any game could change it where they're from third place to first place. Um, but is it my pick? Yep. Well, sorry, good sir, but I'm gonna go with the Bengals on this one. <laughs> I gotta. I think uh, they'll uh, they'll get it done. If the refs call a fair game, the Raiders will win this. If the refs call the game like they have the last three weeks against the Raiders, it's going to be a blowout again from the Bengals. But I'm hoping beyond all hope that my team can take the win. So I have to go for the Raiders. I can't go against them. Can't go against them. Up next, we have a really, really good game. We have the Cowboys and the Chiefs. All right. So this, I think, is a Sunday night. No, it's not. Um, Cowboys are at seven and two. Chiefs are at six and four. I'm sure this is probably going to be their uh, game of the week game that they'll probably show on like local channels so everybody can watch it. It's going to be a good game. Like It has the potential to be a very high-scoring game. And (laughs) 
I'm going to have to go with the Chiefs on it. I think their defense is finally getting a personality, and they're going to they're going to get after Dak. They're going to shut down Zeke, but I don't think they can shut down the receivers. It's going to be a very high-scoring game, and it's going to be a close game. But yeah. I think I think the Chiefs squeak it out. Fair enough. Um, I am going to go with uh, the Chiefs on this one as well, uh, especially because the wifey got really upset when I picked uh, the Raiders last week over the Chiefs. So don't want another upset wifey. <laughs> Pick her, pick her team to win this week. So that way, Up, upset wifey, pissed off best friend. <laughs> it's a hard choice. Yeah, it's best friend can punch you really hard, but wifey can take away the the satisfaction of nightly touching. Yeah, the looky looky gets taken okay. away. So. <laughs> so you're going with the Chiefs? Yeah, you're not putting this as your upset. Um. You can. Oh yeah, that's that's true. That's what I was planning on doing. Was there another team I was going to do my upset on? Oh. Um. I had it planned out, but I don't think it was them. But now I can't remember which one it was going to be. Well, there's only three probably, games left. I probably I probably already passed it and like forgot that I was going to do it as my upset. Um. Yeah, because the Bengals and the Raiders had the same record. Um, it's weird. I can't remember originally when I was looking at the records who it was going to be. But yeah, I'll uh, I'll put the I'll put the Chiefs as as my my upset pick. <laughs> upset alert! Uh, uh, I just realized it's Cowboys and Indians. That is true. That's normally what it is when it was the Redskins. But, you know, don't have that anymore. Washington football team now. All right. So, up next, we have the 7-2 Cardinals versus the 2-2 and 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 7 or 3-7. and 3-6. and 3-6. Seahawks. Yep, yep. You pick first. I'm going to go with Cardinals. <laughs> I mean, even though Russell Wilson's back, he did not look good uh, coming back in the team. Um, he had some really bad picks. So, and Kyler Murray. Uh, if Kyler Murray's back, it's not even a question. But, yeah, I'm taking the Cardinals. I don't think Colton. Yeah. Hopefully he'll be back as well. All right up next, we have the Chargers versus the Lion tying Steelers. Gosh, how can you have this as the Sunday night matchup? Like, well, the Monday night matchup isn't much better. <laughs> no, it's not. But yeah, five, three, and one Steelers versus the five and four Chargers. I'm, I'm since it's my pick, I'm taking the Chargers. Like, you can't vote for the Steelers because they tied the freaking Lions. Like, that just made them irrelevant this entire season. That's true. Um, the Chargers have been just going such downhill, too. Um, 
They're really a back and forth, up up and down team. Yeah, they really have been. And the Steelers, you know, Patrick Harris has been looking good at running back. He's been breaking records for them for Steelers rookie running backs. Um, man, oh man, this and the Steelers defense is pretty decent. So I'll go with the Steelers. Why not? I'll go oh, them against me. <laughs> All right, and then we've got the Monday night matchup, which is it should be a blowout, but you never know. We've got the Tampa Bay Bucks versus the New York Giants. So their records are are flipped. So the Giants are three and six, and the Bucks are six and three. And you pick first. Yeah, I got. I still have to go with the Bucks. I mean, yes, they lost to the Washington football team. But there should be absolutely no reason why they should lose to the Giants. None. So, but you know, again, you never know. But they they have to win this one. So, if Eli Manning was still on the Giants, I would pick the Giants just because he always beats Tom Brady. And he brags about it too. He's like, "Hey, Tom, you've never beat me." Yeah, exactly. But. Being that it's Daniel Jones, eh, I have to go with the Bucks as well. Yep. Oh my gosh! Well, we have a uh, enough picks, I do believe, going against each other that it should shift some momentum in one of our favors uh, drastically enough. I'm going to go perfect this week. Oh my gosh, you will go perfect, whatever. The way this season's been, both of us will get killed in our picks again. Probably. But that's why I picked some, some losing teams. Just because. Just, just because, man. Like so, the Eagles beating the Saints? Like, yeah. That, that's going to be a weird win. And didn't I pick the Jets? Yeah, you picked the Jets, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's weird. <laughs> Maybe I've got a chance. <laughs> I <laughs> uh, definitely do with the way the season has been going this year. So, um, one thing I do want to point out before we wrap up something cool that I sent you before the podcast. So, uh, Cooper Cup for the Rams right now, uh, through the first 10 games of the season, has 85 receptions, which is the most by any Ram player, including Tory Holt and Isaac Bruce. So, he set on pace to set some crazy record for a receiver. <laughs> so he, he could set the reception record and um, yards record um, for for this year, especially with having one more extra game. Um, you know, usually they if you make the playoffs, you don't play your starters the last game. But, um, you know, we'll see. Maybe we have to win that game to get like a first round bye or something. So we'll, they'll have to play. I don't know. So, we'll we'll see. But shout out to Cooper Cup, kind of flying under the radar, but could definitely be setting some like records this year. So, and here here's a little secret: he's better than Odell Beckham. <laughs> Just mean, saying. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's a better quarterback. I think he's a better wide receiver, not quarterback. <laughs> uh, I mean, Cooper Cup is still our number one, whether we have Odell or not. He's still our number one. So Odell is number two. So whether Odell likes it or not, he's still going to be number two like he was with the Browns. So um, I, I do have a funny little tidbit that I wanted to bring up too. 
So when Adrian Peterson scored his first touchdown in the NFL, there was two players, Patrick Sertain and Greg Newsom, that were playing. They were established veterans in the NFL. Now he's playing for Tennessee Titans, and he scored a touchdown. And Patrick Sertain, the second, and Greg Newsom Jr. are playing in the NFL. <laughs> That's how long he has been playing in the NFL. Just a fun, just, just a fun little tidbit. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's on like year sixteen. That's so crazy for a running back. Um, so awesome. Well, cool. Uh, we, as always, appreciate the listens and the likes and the shares and all the jazz that comes with it. Uh, hopefully, we're going to be uh, getting an extra guest here soon with us uh, once we schedule that. And, um, you know, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, all the major podcast listening areas. You can check out our beautiful faces on YouTube. And uh, you can always... Uh, like and subscribe and share that as well with your friends and family and strangers or hobos. I don't care. Um, My beautiful beard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but we appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Uh, as always, we're going to keep our uh, hashtag going of Earl Thomas still not signed. So we're, you know, spread that around wherever you want to. Um, we always uh, love uh, ending the episode that way. Um, Let's see. Yeah. Uh, next week. I'll, I'll hit up Larry to see when he can do it. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Next week will be awesome because we will be predicting the Thanksgiving games. So yep. it'll be the day before Thanksgiving. We can predict that and uh, go go from there. So I always love the Thanksgiving games, um, even if it's crappy teams playing. I, I just love Thanksgiving football. It, it just has. Uh, a place in my heart as like uh, like sentimental. I don't know. It's it's just always been my favorite. I love just eating Thanksgiving food and watching football. So um, you know, everyone has their holidays that they enjoy. Thanksgiving kind of gets looked over, but um, I will always have a special place in my heart for for Thanksgiving. Fat people love Thanksgiving. <laughs> special special place in our bellies for Thanksgiving. Yep. <laughs> so, um, we love you guys. Appreciate you guys. And until next week, we will catch you guys on the flip side. Later. Peace.